Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This is episode 245 of the Mega Man's Life Part 12. Now, to all the hardcore listeners that has been listening to the Mega Man's podcast since day one, you guys and ladies know what's up because you know on the Mega Man's Life, I'm always going to keep it real, keep it 100. It's raw, to the point, and I'm, I'm going to vent and there's no holding back. And to the new listeners, uh, people always wonder, what is the Mega Man's Life? The Mega Man's Life is a journey. I, I always talk about um, my life when I'm not doing podcasts because um, a lot of people don't know. I always want to, you know, when you're like now that my podcast is getting well known, you know, like and people see me as a public figure or a podcast influencer, you know, um, you're always going to be in the public eye and, uh, I always going to be real and always going to be 100 with all of you. Um, you know, because a lot of people get curious, who is Mega Man? Who is Steven Martinez? And this is the thing. Everyone knows me as Mega Man, but when I do these Mega Man's life, I know, uh, my name is Steven Anthony Martinez, um, from Long Beach, but I grew up in the Harbor area, uh, Wilmington, Carson, San Pedro, Long Beach, and I used to live like almost half my life in Northern California, Central Valley. Um, used to live in Modesto, all the Central Valley uh, cities uh, up in the barrier for a little bit and everything. So I have family all over California and stuff. So um, I always got to represent, you know, Long Beach, Harbor area, but also the Central Valley, NorCal. And so I just want to talk about my life and, and just let everyone know like hey what's what's Mega Man been up to so first things first I want to oh, people always want to know Mega Man what are you drinking right now I, I went to Gonzalez Market and I was like man that's a good deal for a six-pack um, it's called Baja Brewery Company and I got like this Mexican IPA <clears throat> the the percentage is about a seven seven percent um, I had three of them yesterday really good um, it's a little hoppy that's what that's okay and um a lot of people always always get dms hey uh hey mega man what's a good beer well it really depend it really kind of depends on your palate well what is a palate a palate is like what is like your your taste bud what is your what is your t tongue feeling you know, there's times where I'm feeling like a blonde, you know, when you have a long day at work, hard, you know, you just long, hard day. You want to drink like a nice ice cold beer, maybe like a nice Mexican lager or blonde and everything. But if you really had those fucked up, stressful days at work, be like, give me something strong. Give me a Mexican IPA or give me a hazies and stuff. But if you're really, really having a really fucked up day. <laughs> Drink a twelve percent stout. <laughs> Call me in the morning and see how your how, how's your head feeling because you you might get some hangovers. So um, right now I just opened a, a can of the Baja Brewery. So right now we're gonna see how it is. We're gonna taste it right now. Oh, whoa, that's good. That's good. <clears throat> that is really good. I always want to see what type of beers are out there um i always because you never know like they're always going to be that i'll tell you this if you're a newbie a beer drinker you want to get into the craft beer game 
you know, they're, I'm going to tell you, it's expensive. You know, getting four packs for 28 bucks, $32, getting this, getting that. Um, I pr If you want to get into the craft beer game, I suggest um, just start light. You know, get some single cans, you know, get some light, you know, blondes, IPAs and stuff. Because you want to see, like I said, what's your palate like? Maybe you like a hazy, maybe you like a stouts, maybe you like a red ale. It just really, really depends. So... Um, pretty much, um, yeah, I've been sick a little lately and I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta do a Mega Man's Life episode, but it's like, I have so much to talk about, but I just, people were just wondering, when are you going to put an episode? I said, well, here it goes. Let's do it. And you know, it just, I gotta, I gotta get the people what they want. Um, <clears throat> pretty much lately, I just been like this year alone, I mean, from January, now we're looking, now we're like almost in July. I'm telling you, it's like waves. I'm I'm busy doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing a lot of podcasts, but now it's kind of calming down now because um, a lot of people don't know, um, you know, I was gun ho just doing episodes after episodes. There was times I was doing five or six podcast episodes and and I was like, it would just burn me out. Then I got my kids and I was at the time working overnight. I wasn't getting that much sleep. And it just got to the point, man, I says, I got to figure something out. So um, at my job, I I stepped down. It was just too much for me. Um, there was no communication at my job. And I just pretty much in a way, like I just mentally just had it, you know, Um I was just done. The the um I've been doing um I've been pretty much in a way doing overnights. Let me see. I was started overnights when I was 18 years old. I'm 42, so 18 pretty much uh, almost 25 years. 25 years and I was just like enough's enough. So I stepped down and uh now I'm in a new position now and I work in the afternoons. I love it because time goes by so quick because I'm always, I always like, I got to do this, I got to do that. And by the look of it, it's like, oh my gosh, it's already 10 o'clock and I got like another hour to go. I mean, I just like to stay busy and stuff. So, and at the same time, I can spend time with my kids, um, take care of, you know, uh, you know, personal things, you know, uh, just relaxing, getting my sleep back. And I loved it. I really, really love it. And um, um, I just want to say also, uh, thank you to everyone who showed me love on my birthday, all the birthday wishes, on my DMs. Um, shout outs to my mom. Um, happy belated birthday. Um, I love you, mom. Um, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, my mom and I, we didn't, we had a very, um, we weren't talking for years. And um, I have to say, this year alone, a lot of things changed in my life. A lot of things changed. And, um, you know, rekindling that relationship with my mom was a major step for me. Sometimes, in a way, you have to swallow your pride. And I'm going to be honest with you guys and ladies. Ugh, I hold a lot of grudges. Because the thing is, I don't forget the people who did me wrong. And I don't forget the people who were there for me. And um, 
there is I still have some grudges, but I don't forget. But the relationships with some people just won't be the same. So I just kind of like, hey man, best of luck to you. Best of luck to you. Whatever. It is what it is. But I'm kind of glad, you know, my mom and I, our relationship now is good. It's really, really good. And now um, one of my sisters, you know, she has a a, a kid now and I'm going to be an uncle and I'm super uh, excited and I get to spoil them and um, stoked on that and everything. And um, I remember <clears throat> I was doing um, a podcast. Uh, shout outs to Frank Hernandez, Commitment Soldier from Foods Go Wild. I was doing a podcast on my way to, to his uh, to his pad to do a podcast driving. And I just wanted to call my mom. And um, when I called my mom, she's like, hey, is everything okay? So yeah. You know, everything's okay. Um, I just want to let you know that I love you. And um, my mom started crying. It's, um, even I, just by talking about this right now, I get a little emotional. Because my mom told me, you know, I've been waiting for those words for a very long time from you. And um, it was kind of like a huge relief. It was a huge monkey off my back to kind of let go of, holding that grudge I know my mom kind of did me wrong and I and a lot of people don't know this uh I'll make this a little short you know my I was about me and my two boys we were when a lot of things happened when me my ex and I who I have a daughter with when we broke broke up and I was staying with my aunt things didn't work out um I wanted to move to uh Northern California, Central Valley, Modesto, city of Modesto. And things fell through and everything. And um, I feel like I was pushed out of that city. Um, it's something where I talk about, but at the same time, I, I don't run, I don't want to talk about it because pretty much in a way it brings up a lot of past. And when my mom closed the doors on me, I figured, oh my gosh, we're not gonna make it. I, you know, we're really on our own. We're we're gonna be homeless, and that's when I feel like when all my family were moving out of uh, out of California and moving out of anywhere, uh, pretty much in a way, um, I was more like, what are we gonna do? And when we went back to LA, I, I had an apartment, and pretty much that um, someone outbid me. And I lost that place. And we, me and my kids, that's where our journey began. You know, we're living in our car, uh, living in public shelters, uh, alleys, um, public storages, you know, sleeping in there. Just whatever we can, hotels, couch surfing, whatever we can just find just somewhere to crash. And um, looking back at that time, I was going through a lot um raising two kids on my own um figuring what am i gonna do and uh there was times i really was in those dark times where i wanted to commit suicide i was stressed out i was uh depressed and everything but pretty much in a way i sucked it up saved up money did what i had to do and um 
decided to get my own place. I got my own place. I haven't had my own place in years, but um, it just, it just, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't even know. I don't even know why I'm still here. Still, I should be in jail. Should be dead. But I don't know. Someone was looking out for me. God was looking out for me, and uh, pretty much in a way, it's like I got my shit together. I got my own place. You know, paid off all my debt. You know, and um, my mom just didn't know at the time. You know, me and kids were homeless, and I think when I talked to my mom about that, I just didn't want her to feel like this is your fault what you did. But she kind of felt guilty. She finally had that guilt like, man, what did I do? Because, you know, the words that come out of our mouth, guys and ladies, it can really mess someone up. You know, you can really kind of ruin the reputation. You can really to the point they have no confidence or hurt, you know, words can really hurt us to the point someone might end up committing, you know, shooting themselves or committing suicide because of, you know, that that person said something very uncalled for and it just they can't bounce they can't bounce back, you know, and everything and they end their lives. And so I think that's where my mom apologized, you know, like I'm sorry. And uh sometimes in a way I'm kinda glad I went through all that stuff because that's where you dig more deep to find out who you really are. And now from these times, from these lockdowns, these COVIDs or these post COVIDs and lockdowns and seeing people are just having these mental breakdowns and I'm like, wow, man. And maybe I feel like this is this is my calling to, to help out a lot of people who are going through stuff, you know. Um, you know, losing about close to 45 people um, from the COVID. Um, grief, suicide, accidents, just whatever. I lost a lot of good people in my life in those two years. And even at the same time, um, when going to work, just, um, sorry, just a little silence. Um, just people just committing suicide, just jumping off the bridge and seeing one of my good friends um, jump off the bridge. You know, one of my um, other best friends up north lost his job and everything and shot himself in the head. I think about those people every day and it's hard. Um, we all deal with anxiety. We always deal with depression and grief and everything. But I just feel like I just have to keep on pushing because I don't want a lot of that stuff to haunt me. And sometimes in a way I can't even sleep because I'm thinking about those people. I had good times with and they're not here on earth and that's why I do podcasts that to keep my mind straight because there's time guys and ladies I deal with anxiety I deal with depression every day it's a never-ending war and I always talk about this podcast saved my life you know I have to keep my brain functioning moving and everything um, surrounding yourself with good people um, meeting um you know good people from instagram or or in public or just anywhere where yo mega man I, I wow it's an honor meeting you i heard your story man it's like awesome of course you're gonna have some bad apples but i always 
want to be around good people. It's, um, it, it helps me a lot. It helps me, helps me a lot. And that's the thing I want to do, you know. Um, you know, every, from doing podcasts for almost about five years, you know, I had my ups and downs. I had some immaturities in the beginning, calling motherfuckers out, shit, you know. But what is that going to do? It's just going to bring negativity and drama. People might unfollow me or I don't agree with this person or this or whatever. There's always going to be. There's always going to be tension and stuff like that. But as long as I stay true to myself, I'm always going to stay true to myself. I don't fake the funk. I see a lot of people uh, in IG who try to be this, you know, try to be positive. But when I see them in real life... They're just putting a mask on, but when social media and cameras are not on them, they take the mask off, and they're very arrogant, obnoxious, cocky, cold-hearted, talking shit and everything. And I'm going to tell you guys and ladies something. I know a lot, and I know there's a lot of people out there don't, that don't want to fuck with me. You know why? Because I see right through them. I know what they're all about, and that's why... It took me a long time to get where I'm at now. Um, and a lot of people, I always tell a lot of people this. Keep your your circle super small. You know, um, there's one thing I, I don't do anymore. I never want to meet my heroes. There were some heroes that back then, years ago, I was more like, wow, man, you're an inspiration and everything. Nah. They're assholes. I never want to meet my heroes. And I told them, and you are my inspiration. You got me through everything. You, you. When I was going through some hard times, your 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 podcast helped me out so much. And you know what they said to me? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, whatever. I'm just putting out. They don't give a fuck. And I'm like, wow. Like, I and I told I thought to myself, if I ever become a podcaster, I never want to be like them. I want to be for the people. I have a heart and I give a fuck. If someone told me, you know, Mega Man, I like your episodes. I like what you're about. Keep on being you. That's an honor. Like, I would tell that person, thanks, man. I really appreciate it, man. And if I remember, uh, uh, I think it was like two weeks ago. Uh, Shouts to uh, Long Beach Carlos. You know, he had his two-year anniversary of the bootleg. And um, you never know what you never know what's going to happen. You never know who you're going to meet. And I remember I saw a mother, a father, and a daughter. And I remember this little girl was like pointing her, pointing um, her fingers at me like, that's Mega Man, that's Mega Man. And I already knew who the mom and dad was and everything. And uh, um, she was like, she came up to me. I, I, I told her, come here. And he's like, do you know who I am? He's like, you're Mega Man. My mom and dad and I, we listen to your podcast. We love it. And I was like, I, I started almost started crying. I gave her a hug. I picked her up. You know, she gave me a kiss to the cheek. And I, and the, I, said, I said to the parents, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to my episodes. I really appreciate that. It just, 
it's it's the little things like that that count. You never know who's going to be watching you on YouTube and you never know who's going to be hearing you on audio. I just it was awesome and the parents like thank you so much. You you got keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on bringing good people on your show and and keep on being you. And I gave them both the hugs. Um, we took pictures and I was about to leave and uh, the father said, hey, uh, one last thing. I don't, this is kind of weird. Uh, is there a way possible? Can I get your autograph? And uh, I was like, yeah, here's my autograph. And, uh, and I really... Uh, that made my day. And um, you always got to be there. And, um, you know, seeing a lot of good people at that uh, at the event, Long Beach Carlos, and seeing um, just everyone all there. Nothing but love, guys and ladies. Nothing but positivity love. You know, shout outs to everyone that was there. Um, you know, West Coast Graffiti was there. Gutta Gone, Kiki Smooth, His Lady, Tito Secret Sauce, uh, Influence Eris, Slick Vic, um, oh my god, American Cholo was there, uh, a lot of the car clubs were there and everything, I mean, just everyone, and yo, I, this rarely happens, but, um, I met, I really, I met JR and the crew, and, uh, when I met JR, shout out to fucking JR. That's the homie. We just fucking click. That guy is so positivity. We just started feeding off each other. Um, he gave me some points, you know, gave me some little advice. I gave him advice and we were just chopping it up, having a good time. And I'm going to be on his show. I'm going to get JR on mine. And he has his crew, uh, Momo, Slick Vic. Renee Rodriguez, the photographer, everyone. If you need a good photographer, you know, follow my boy Renee Rodriguez Jr., Slick Vic. I mean, dude, I, it's like, I told Jared, did we just become best friends? He's like, I don't know. You tell me. It's just, it's the vibe. It's just, and that's how it is. From the years of me doing podcasts and networking and, and getting out there, you're going to know who you're going to click with or not. And I've been trying to surround myself around good people. And um, I love it. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Rizzo. I like what he does. Um, there's, I'm going to put out a bonus episode because he did a mural uh, where he was at, um, where he grew up at. And uh, that guy, that guy's 100. That guy is super 100, and I like what he's all about. He's helping out the community. Uh, Shout-outs to my homie uh, uh, Tito Rodriguez, the Hood Santa, man. He's always doing the, the Lord's work, always out there for the community. I know what was going on with the street vendors and people harassing this, whatever. He's just he's out there. He's out there to to kind of let everyone know hey this is what's going on this this shouldn't be allowed and i and i admire that and i want to say this 
when you see certain things, don't just post it up or anything. Be out there. Be out there in the front. And that's the thing I learned so much this year. Um, it, it's how you conduct yourself. You don't want to be just a podcaster. You have to be out there in the front. It's like, it's like every day if I post something and I'm here and all that, I'm taking a chance. I'm risking my reputation. I'm risking my podcast. I'm risking my social media. Everything's on the line because wherever I go. And I know there's a lot of motherfuckers that don't hate that. That they might not like me. And there's some that don't hate me. Or there's some that do hate me. But I'm out there. And, you know, or maybe because like, hey, I don't like what you're all about, Mega Man. Because of this, this, and this. But you know what? I can care less about that, you know? Haters are going to hate. People are going to love me. People are going to hate me. I can care less about that stuff. As long as I keep on pushing forward and learning much as I can from a lot of you guys and ladies or to make me a better person, make me a better father, make me a better podcaster, mature more and learn what's really going on in, in our country, but also on social media and our society or what's really going on in the world so I can inform so maybe I could save one or two or maybe a hundred or maybe I don't even know how many people but I'm going to do whatever I can because a lot of people are like, man, Megan, man, your podcast is everywhere. Well, yeah, I like to entertain. I like to inform. But what's the message? That's the thing. And I want to give a shout out to Brown. Um, I want to give a shout out to King Mexico. I want to give a shout out to Raza Stand Podcast. Uh, West Coast Graffiti. American Cholo. Um, for just helping me. If it wasn't for those guys, I don't know. But I'm telling you, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. I want to relearn my culture. I want to just kind of start over and and do whatever I can to... Um, shed light of what's really going on and uh, I've been meeting so much good people and um, I just want to say when I went to that meeting with uh, American Cholo's meeting uh, The Power to Unite I learned so much I learned so much and I'm going to say this I know there were some people out at that meeting that was very skeptical to see what this movement is all about there was a lot of positivity, but people are very skeptical. And I'm going to say this. There are some haters out there looking like, why is this guy here? Why is Mega Man here? Because I care. I want to learn something. Why are you worrying about, like, why is Mega Man here? You shouldn't be worrying about that. You should be worrying, what can we do to unite our people? This whole Cali Mac movement. If you have any problems... You know, don't even worry about me. Worry about the message. And some of the people in there, some I'm not going to mention, are we cool? Are we this? Are we? That's not how you conduct yourself with me. Like, you know, talk to me right. Don't talk to me all ghetto and shit. Are we cool? Are we cool? Are we this? You got to know how to, you know, you got you to gotta talk to me right. Because I don't know what you mean in this. And there are some people that I know that blocked me, you know. I can care less about that because I'm not here for the drama. I'm here for the message. 
I'm here to learn what can I do to push forward to unite this unity because I brought my notepad and I was like, and I remember Gil told me like, oh, you brought a notepad? I said, yeah, because I really care about this message. I really care about this movement and I want to write some info, I want to write some stuff down my notepad and some info. So what can I do to better myself and kind of use that, uh, whatever you guys and ladies are going to talk about in this meeting to spread the awareness, spread the message to my community or to my podcast listeners or even the people that are outside the United States, I'm going to do whatever I can. And Gil was like, that's right. And I remember when I was writing my, my notes and everything, I could hear whispers. Why is Megan Man, why is Megan Man writing a notepad? What is he going to learn? And I'm like, I wanted to say something, but you know, in a way, I'm gonna be more, I'm gonna be the better person because I have thick skin, because I know how to conduct myself. I'm not that old Mega Man. I'm a new Mega Man and a new Steven Martinez. So I'm gonna learn and kind of block what people are saying and stuff like that. Even if I get threats like, I don't know why you go into that and this, whatever, I, I can, I really don't care about that. I, I look at my notes. I write all the stuff down and uh oh and also i'm gonna give a shout out to photographer eric shout out man that piece you did because that he was out in the border of mexico <sighs> wow that shit was deep tony a the wizard um norbit was there saw b scales um as das johnny d from spanish fly commitment soldier i need bozo talk for a little bit i'll just you know, and I met some other people, but it's just the message about this Calimac movement. Now, I want to say this, and um, I learned a lot from that meeting, and I want to bring something up that uh, I've been thinking about it for like uh, ever since. Uh, let me drink my beer for a second. I know a lot of people were asking me, hey, Mega Man, where are you going to talk about that meeting with Gil from American Cholo? What's your take on if Gil doesn't reach 100K subscribers, he's going to like do, he's going to leave. I, I was thinking to myself, if I was in Gil's shoes, what would I do? Because Gil's been trying to push this movement of this Cali Mac and, and, you know, subscribers and this, you know, Gil's doing whatever he can. You know, he's doing it from his heart. You know, he said, hey, I got my job. I got my family. You know, I have to push some of that stuff aside if I'm, you know, to still do these episodes and everything because, you know, he's like, hey, I miss my grandkids. Hey, I miss my wife. Hey, I miss doing some stuff, but I'm over here doing podcasts because he wants the message and he wants to entertain, but he also wants to inform what's really going on. And I get it, you know? He's trying to push his movement. Of course, you have other movements and everything. They really get to the, together in millions and millions of people. But with, with us, there's too much divisions. There's too much cliques. There's too much alliances. There's too much hate and this, whatever. Fuck you, fuck him, fuck her, and that crabs in a bucket mentality. I get it. I see that. I, I see that firsthand. And that's the thing I had to part ways. You know, and I'm gonna talk I'll talk about that later later on this episode, but um I get it. But 
I know there's people out there. They're, they always say, man, we need you, Gil. We need you, Gil. Come on, man. Don't, don't quit on us and everything. That's his decision. You know, respect his decision. He's doing whatever he can. You know, sometimes in a way, people depend on other people. You shouldn't be like that. You know, if we all, if, if we all have platforms and in, in, for influencers, podcast platforms or any other, you know, just push it. Push whatever you can on social media and stuff like that. Don't be a leader. Don't be a follower. Just do whatever you can. Like, hey, look what, like, I'll give you an example. Look what Gil did in that meeting. He brought a lot of people together. You know, um, what Long Beach Carlos, you know, he brought a lot of people together. We have the numbers, but with social media and stuff, it, it's kind of more 50-50. We're going to find out if you're real or not. You know, are you really going to be in this? Are you going to post this up? Are you going to be there? I mean, if there's really like a big movement, we got to be there and squash all the beef, squash all the negativity and this. And it's like, man, hey, you know what? Put all the shit aside. Let's all work together as one. It's, it's unite. But the saga is going to continue. There's so many. I'm telling you, sometimes in a way I get restless nights. I can push nothing but positivity. But people... Like people DM me and say, you know, Mega Man, I see what you're doing, positivity, but we don't give a fuck about your positivity. You know why? Because that's not going to push the narrative. That's not going to push your agenda. Because you know what really pushes the narrative and the agenda? What, what really gets you numbers is drama. People want negativity. We don't give a fuck about your positivity. We care about negativity. And that's really sad. Really, really sad of what I see with how Vlad TV is. No jumpers, nothing but drama and everything. I was like, sometimes to the point and how they downgrade women. But hey, those are, all, those are channel because they pose nothing but drama and, and all that crap. But I don't want that. I'm tired of it. You know, I get shit people from other uh, podcast channels or YouTubers or just trolls and this don't like what I do. But my stuff is to me is different from everyone else. You know, I'm pretty much in a way just basic. You know, I want to bring hope and inspiration and just lighten a person's day. If it's a funny video, picture of the day, quote of the day, guest appearances here, whatever. Anything that's positivity or or just 100, I'm with it, you know? I know a lot of people always tell me, I want to come on your podcast, I want to come on your podcast, but it's invitation only. It's really invitation only. I just I just want good people on my podcast, you know? I had some bad apples, and I did some, and someone else will tell me, is it true, Mega Man? Like, you're not going to do any guest appearances anymore? Yeah, you know? This is probably going to be my last year um, doing uh, guest appearances because there, there's the far drive and everything. And there's some I'm not going to mention. They're very rude, obnoxious, arrogant, cocky, conceited, cold-hearted, talk shit to you, make threats here, whatever. Not all, just some. And I learned from that. And when I quickly go home, 
I write on my notes. I have two binders, strengths and weakness. And I put on my weakness, learn how to learn how to conduct yourself if you're a podcaster. Because if you because even though you could be the host, if you have a guest here, you're going to know people's personalities, but you got to there's a balance. And uh there's some people out there that are very ungrateful. And that's just for to any podcaster, you have to pick the right people. And when I mean by you have to pick the right people, you already know they're going to be there for you. They're not going to just say, hey, I can't make it to your podcast or make excuses or they ghost you or they talk shit or bring that drama. It shouldn't be like that. And that's where I'm very selective of who comes on. And I know a lot of people like, wow. This I'll I'll give you an example. I won't mention who. I had about four or five people had over close to a million or two or or maybe five million followers, and I wanted to get them on. And the thing is, luckily I didn't get them on because we had a FaceTime message or here whatever. Very rude, very very rude, and it's it's almost like in a way like wow. It's you post nothing but positivity, but when you meet them or they're assholes. So I'm I I have a select uh certain podcasters I'm gonna be a guest on because after that next year is gonna be totally different. Um because a lot of people are asking me, what do you mean by like you're only gonna do a certain amount of podcasts this year or guest appearances? Things are gonna be changing next year. Um I don't want to do str- people tell me oh you're going to do YouTube and people press me like when the time is right because right now I'm more focused on upgrading everything getting my little podcast studio at my place it's only be invitation only upgrading my logos for the podcast my Patreon the the um the sponsors the merch um you know like People always ask me, oh, I want to, um, I want you to be a guest on my podcast. But the thing is now, I know we're, people are going to be like, oh, I want to do, you should do podcasts, you know, oh, you should do it for free. It's, you should do it from your heart and all that. But now it comes, to, it comes to the point now, I can't be like that no more doing it for free because it's my time. There were some other guest podcasts I was supposed to be a guest appearance on and everything. And I was like, the time is right. Like, hey, I want to go. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, cancel. Things things happen for a reason or this. Can we schedule? Yeah, but I just I just took the day off from work. And I missed a day because I had to do your show. So they just don't give a fuck. Or there is even some rude uh, other podcasters or radio shows in this. And, you know, I, I just can't do it for free no more. So if you want me to, if you want me to be a guest on your show... Things are going to be changing. I, I want to get paid. I want to be compensated. You know, I'm taking the... Um, because the reason why it's like, oh, why why should we pay Mega Man? You want to know why? Because I bring in the numbers. You know, my numbers speak for itself. I promote. I I bring all of my followers. Everything. I mean, I it's like I I go all in to make a good episode. But as long as you know how to conduct yourself and not over talk me... Not say, don't do this, don't do that. 
and you like it raw and real, I'll give you that shit. But if you're going to tell me to do this and like that, whatever, you can't say, no, nah, man, that's not going to work like that. So, you know, starting 2023, if you want Mega Man to be a guest on your show, I need to be compensated. I can't do this shit for free no more. And I know people, I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but I don't give a fuck. You know, I was like, oh, you should do it for the people. You should do it for free. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. But to me, I have my kids. I got my job and everything and stuff like that. You know, I always tell guests, if you want to come on my podcast, you got to come to Long Beach. I'm not coming to you because there is a lot of people that live on the IE, the high desert, uh, in the Central Valley and stuff. I can't. I'm not going to be driving unless I'm going to be compensated. You're going to pay for my hotel and this, whatever. That's just how it is. So I already have a lot. I already have. I have a lot of guests coming on, but I have a list of guest appearances going to be on once 2022 is done. That's it. Everything's going to change January 1st of 2023. And I already know a lot of people are like, fuck, man. I can't believe Mega Man is going to be like this. It is going to be like this. Because I bring numbers. Numbers speak for itself. And um, I want to say this also. Uh, since we're talking about this as well. I got a lot of shit. You know, um, people... I got, man... I, when I got nominated... Number two best podcast from Solace, uh, Los Angeles Magazine, being ranked number two best podcast of all of LA, all of OC, and all of IE. I already know that it was going to put a target on my podcast and on me. And I got a lot of hate. I got some love, but I got a lot of hate. Fuck you. I'm a better podcaster. And you know where I got that from? From the Latino podcast community. Now, I know some of you, and I'm going to tell you something. When I have a hardcore listeners that listen to some of you episodes or different types of podcasts, they're going to DM me and let me know, like, yo, this, this person's talking shit. It's like, yeah, right. And when I hear it, they, you guys don't mention my name, but you take you say some stupid shit, you know, like, being all negative, you know, like, Oh my God, I don't believe in hard work, speak talent, when talent doesn't work, or all this crap. If you're thinking negative, then be negative. But if you're going to be one of those podcasters, bitching, crying, Oh my God, no one listened to my episode. Oh my God, I have, no, I have one foot in, one foot out, and all that. You're already defeated, you know? And if you want to, you know, some of you want to form this major Latino podcast networks and all... And you don't, I just see it more like this. I see a lot of people like, hey, they're forming this Latino podcast network, these locals and all. I'm going to tell you something. If you're trying to form all this shit, that tells me your numbers suck. That tells me you don't, you can't promote, you're crying, and you have to get other help from other podcasters. That means in a way you can't fucking make it on your own. That's why, to me, I don't want to be in groups or any networks. I'd rather go solo. I'm more independent, and I can get out there. And since me parting ways from years ago from all that group and all that, it was a huge monkey off my back. But I already knew, like, if I, if I still support some of these podcasters, I'm, I'm never going to make it. I'm, I'm, it's always going to be negative, talking shit, 
why am I going to be in a pond with some of these other ducks that just talk shit, whatever? I want to get out of the pond. I want to do my own thing. And because of one of me parting ways, doing my own thing now, now I'm bringing the heavy hitters. Now I'm doing major podcasts. Oh, now I'm in radio shows. I mean, podcast magazines like Up and Coming here, whatever. And that's the thing. You know, if you want to bring that negativity and say all that crap, and there are some podcasters, you know who you guys are, and ladies, I helped you out. But if you want to be one of those and go back to those type of people, you're on your own. You know, if you guys make threats and hear, you guys are on your own. I don't need all of that stuff. I helped you guys out. And ladies, best of luck. But you know what? I'm going to be doing my own thing. And because I have other um, things that I'm going to be doing, you know, people always say, are you a Latino podcaster? I'm universal. You know, I'm going to keep it like that. I'm, I'm going to be 100. I'll be there for our people and everything, but I'm universal. I don't discriminate because right now I'm more focused on doing stuff internationally. And I'm going to tell you guys and ladies, I get nothing but love internationally. I, I man, I, I'm gonna tell you, I get some love in our Latino podcast community, but a lot of hate. But I get a lot of love from certain podcasters in the United States, but I get a lot of love. I mean, a lot of fucking love internationally. I have a lot of love from Scotland, the United Kingdom, South Africa. You know, I got some podcasters from Ukraine and Russia, Mexico. Argentina, Canada, um, Australia, that's my big must. I got some friends from Hawaii that want me to be a guest on their show. Uh, a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people from Texas and everything. And uh, I'm cool with that. I love that. And uh, th And they're very, they know how to conduct themselves. And they're very, very respectful. And they let me talk and... They like to observe and listen and and they give me good advice and not put me down and I give them good advice and they're very intrigued as I'm intrigued. I was like, wow, I can't believe a, uh, a, a person from the UK is hearing the Mega Man's podcast. That's fucking awesome. I fucking love that shit. It's like you never know who's going to be hearing around the world. But all this negativity in these, in these Latino podcasts... I don't know. You, you can sit, you can have you can have your say or whatever. But all I know is it took me a lot of years to kind of figure out who's real, who's not. Um, you can have your own clicks. You can have your negativity drama podcasters. I can care less about that crap. To me, I made a lot of I made a lot of friends um, from YouTube and and some other podcasters. And these people are the real people. Super real, and there's nothing but fucking love. And I want to, I want to say this. Um, Flo, Rasa Stan, I fucking love you, man. You're from the heart, and um, you taught me a lot. You taught me a lot about myself, and a lot of your episodes. Um, you bring up a lot of important topics that a lot of our people don't want to talk about. But I like what you do, and keep on doing what you're doing. Um, King Mexico, Movies on Weed podcast. I know Rodian Radio's doing his thing. Um, 
you know, American Cholo, King Mexico, I said, I think I said it again. Um, Brown, um, man, Inside the North Side podcast. Um, I know JR and the crew. Um, man, dude, but I'm, I want to say this, man. I give nothing but love and respect to this person. Because I see, you know, I'll say this. I like to see who's coming up in, in, in the podcast world. Who's coming up. And I see it. This guy has something. This guy, he can do it. He has it. He has the vision. He has, he just has it. He knows how to conduct himself. He's cool. It's like, I don't know what, I just get so intrigued, but this guy, he has it. And I want to say this, man. Nothing but fucking love for this person, man. To me, I'll get shit from this too. I can care less about that. I listen to a light. I listen to like seven, eight hundred different types of podcasts. You know, this guy does it, man. I don't know what, but I like. I always want to see if he's always going to post something, man. Shouts to West Coast Graffiti. Probably one of the best podcasters out there. Hands down. I'm not just saying that to kiss ass. I'm not saying it to be like, oh, you know. I'm saying it because I know. There's a lot of good podcasters out there. Even like, you know, Incredible Javier, man. That fight, that guy's fucking killing it. Killing it. Big silence, man. Shouts to him. You know, he had Gil from American Cholo. But fucking West Coast Graffiti, man. Nothing but love and respect for that guy. <sighs> he has it. He has that it factor. And uh, West Coast, if you're hearing this, man, you have that it factor, homie. Nothing but love and respect, man. Keep on doing what you're doing, but for I'm going to give you a little advice. I know it hurts my heart that you might have some people that want to come on and they keep on, you know, don't, don't want to do your show, making excuses here. And I get it. And it hurts my heart because you know why? Because I've been there before. I, I know there was a lot in the beginning that people didn't want to come on. But you know what? Just don't even, just don't put yourself down. Hey, just keep on pushing, man. Just always keep on pushing and uh, bring people that you already know, that you respect and love, and they're going to do it because they see, they see your vision. They want to be on, be like, oh, fuck yeah. And you have a good heart. And I know that you work hard, you have your family. And you're, you want to do it because you fucking love it. And that's what I do. I do the podcast. I do the Mega Man's podcast because I fucking love it. And you got my support, West Coast. I fucking love you, my homie. Keep on doing what you're doing. I got your fucking back. And um, I just... Um, it's nothing but love, man. So we got to stop this uh, hate, this negativity, and just try to just try to squash all that shit and just try to work together. But I already know there's going to be some Latino podcasts that don't want that shit. They want that negativity. They want to have clicks and alliances and 
talk shit or this, whatever. Who gives a fuck about that? You know, if you're going to be like that, then you guys are on your own or ladies. But I don't want to be surrounded by nothing but good podcasters that are going to make a difference and push forward, uh, you know, to inform, entertain, or, or, you know, show the message to the people that really do hear us. And they, they, and to them, they see us as, as important, you know, podcasters that, hey, these podcasters are, they're in the front lines, you know, they're, they're taking a risk of getting their, their platforms deleted, but hey, they're pushing the message. They're pushing the message. And that's what, that's what we got to do. We got to push the message to, you know, like what Tito said, it takes us to save us, you know, and uh, that's what we got to do. But, um, and also we got to network, but you got to network with, with the right people. And I'll, I'll say this, please do your homework, follow the right people that are going to make a difference in your lives and not that negativity and all that. So everyone, even podcasters, be careful who you support and follow. Do your homework on that. And um, again, podcasters, learn how to conduct yourself. Be professional. And I was going to say this. When I got nominated being ranked number two best podcast, it was an honor because I worked so hard for those five years. But I had my ups and downs, but I'm climbing the ladder. I see it more not like to be cocky or like I'm the shit. I see it more like I'm a representative to our people. You know, in that magazine, there was only three Latino podcasts who was on that top 25. The Mega Man's Podcast, Profile Pod, and Wordium Radio. If you guys are hearing this, learn how to conduct yourselves, be professional, and also we're representative to our people because all eyes will be watching how how we are. And, and that's why when you get this negativity, this, whatever, be professional. You know, network. Get out there in the public eye. If it's advanced, doing other people's podcasts or this, whatever. But all eyes will be watching on you. All different nationalities will be watching you. The people around the world will be watching how we conduct ourselves to push forward. So to me, being a representative, I love it. That's why I have to be there for, for my people. I have to be there for everyone who's going who's gonna to need help. If it comes to small business, if it what's going on with the street vendors, I got to be in the front lines in events, guest appearances, at, in my community in Long Beach, Wilmington, the Harbor area, the West Coast. I have, I have to be right there. I'm in the front lines. I have to be there. It's a lot of responsibilities. And also, you know, you're in the public eye. So all eyes are watching. Videos are taking videos of you. Recorders, everything. They're watching everything that you do. And I learned that the hard way. But you know what? You got to keep on pushing forward. So I'm going to say it like that. And um, we're almost at that break time. And I want to say one last thing. I noticed that I see a lot of the Harbor Area people were coming together as one. We're, it's all love. 
But I'm going to tell you guys and ladies, I know some of you, you know who you are. You always talk bad about Wilmington, California. You know, weed mess. I know, shout out to Johnny D. He's like, correct yourself. I know I did. But don't talk down about my city of Wilmington. You know, you just woken up a sleeping giant because we have so much talent there. There's podcasters, there's art people, small businesses, musicians, just everyone. We're coming. We're hungry. And we're getting out there. And that's why, to me, I'm an also representative to the city of Wilmington, California. I'm always going to represent the Harbor area. I'm always going to rep represent, you know, Long Beach. But my heart, my heart for where I'm at is Wilmington. I care about my city. I grew up there and I never, ever, like, don't forget where I come from. I'm always going to be there to show love, help out small businesses. I'm always there. I like to pass by there every time when I come from work at San Pedro going to, to, going to uh, Long Beach. I always go to Wilmington because I always reminisce the good old times, the hard times where I'm at. Where it's like, fuck, man, I, I, dig, I dig deep. I got here. Wilmington molded me to be the person who I am today of never giving up. Never, ever giving up. And thank you. Thank you to the Harbor area. Thank you to Wilmington to making Steve Martinez, Mega Man, who I am today. And to all my family that still live in Wilmington, California, I fucking love you guys. Nothing but love. So please... Don't be disrespecting Wilmington, California, because it's our time. It will, it's always going to be like people always going to be talking bad about Wilmington. But you know what? It's our fucking time and we're going to fucking shine. There's a lot of good people come out of Wilmington. A lot of good people. And this is our time. This is our time. And one day, and I will, I don't give a fuck if people hate on me. One day I will be a guest on the Joe Rogan's podcast. And to all the Wilmington, Wilmington, California, all the Harbor area, be like, look at fucking Megan, man. He, he talked about it and he did it. He's on the Joe Rogan's podcast. He fucking did it. That's why I want to leave a legacy. I always think back, you know, I think like, who came out of Wilmington? I want to be in that category. I want to be in that list. The people who came out of Wilmington who made a difference. I want to be in that list. I want to be, I want my name to be remembered. You know, hopefully, shout out to Rizzo. Maybe one day he'll make a mural of all the, the best people who came out of the Harbor area. I want to be in that list. Tony A is going to be on the list. Brian Ortega, MC Pancho, Johnny D, Not Your Granny's Cookies. I mean, the list goes on and on. Let me know, Pod. The list, you know, little faded. The list goes on and on. I'm going to be in that fucking list one day. Yo, what's up, everyone? Mega Man here. I hope you're liking this episode. It's a little intense. But I want to give a special shout out to Brandy Licious, Mike Mystery Mansion, Street Post Podcast, Spike himself, um, Activative LA, and one last shout out to all the fathers who are holding it down. Happy Father's Day. Alright? And let's get back to the episode. Late. And we are back. Took a little break. Still have my beer. 
halfway done. <laughs> I was like, damn, Mega Man, what happened? Well, I just want to say this. Um, a lot of people don't know. I'm slimming down little by little. The hard thing I'm having a problem with, I cut back on the soda, the beers, even though I get sponsors and everything. I'm not drinking like I used to anymore. I drink a lot of water. Um, also, the uh, the energy drinks. That's what was killing me because I was so used to drinking energy drinks to stay awake when I was doing overnight. So now that I'm sleeping more, I'm drinking less, I lost about, no lie, about 24 pounds. So I'm trying because the reason why I'm, let's just say Mega Man's bringing sexy back. Um, I'm going to be in a wedding next year. So my goal is to, um, I weighed myself. I was... I was at 290 and right now I'm at uh I'm at 271 269. I'm trying to it's it's taking time. I'm doing it I'm doing it this I'm doing it the right way but just taking my time. So I want to be by next year um I want to be at I want to be at 180, 180, 190, but I want to be really really fit. Um I just got approved um by the doctors my my ankle it was really really messed up for years i have uh, two screws um it just it it took its toll but just they wanted to make sure it's legit so um i've been lately i've been been doing some hiking i know i'd be like fuck i'm so i'm so winded i was like fuck <gasps> i can't even fucking breathe but i'm just taking my time doing some walking and everything and um i just you know i've been People, it's like, hey, you got to do a detox. You got to do this. You got to do that. I've been trying to trying to get my 9 or 10 hours sleep. But I've been trying to... to my last meal should be at 8 o'clock. And so I don't want to be eating. That's the thing I was going to tell you, guys and ladies. It's the late night food. I was like, man, I want to order pizza. I want to do this. But... I, you know what? I'm going to be honest. And, our, and my mom's side of the family, a lot of the men don't live long. And <laughs> I hate to be a dick, man. But sorry, Dad. I saw a picture of you, man. You let yourself go, man. I don't want to end up like you. I want to stay fit. I want to look good. Um, I'm 42. I mean, I don't want to be that person that should have, could have, would have. So I got to slim down. I want to I look good. I want to live long to see my kids grow up and graduate and Maybe they get married and have kids. I want to see my grandkids hopefully one day down the road. But yeah, so it's a process, but um, I, it's hard, but I'm doing it. So there are some people that they're asking me, what happened with you and Ashley? And um, I don't want to get into to some personal things, but I'll say this, you know, um, you know, she was a good person, but she has a lot of demons she needs to take care of and she has to find herself more because she needs to heal herself. So I'm just going to say that. Um, best of luck to her. Um, yeah, just uh, I can't I, I, I can't really speak a lot about it, but I'll just say best of luck, Ashley. Um, I hope you find peace in your heart. Um, I just... I hope things, I hope you find healing. Um, whatever happened in the past with you, just heal up. Um, but yeah, I just, um, pretty much in a way, just parted ways. Um, I just moved on. 
Um, I learned a lot about her, but it kind of made me have more of a sharpened mind and know my surroundings more of how people maneuver and people strategize and certain methods of what they do. And it just, to me, it made me a better person. So Ashley, I want to say thank you. You just made me a person. I mean, you, I just want to say it made me to be a better person. I'll just say that. So thank you. And uh, um, best of luck to you, Ashley. And uh, I'll pray for you. So on that note, um, I want to talk about some other things that that changed in my life so last month of May was mental awareness month and um, I wanted to do something different I was reaching out a day for people random people a day and just say hey this is Mega Man so I want to let you know if you're doing okay and everything you know keep your head up in there um, just showing them love you know and 90% of the time, you know, for that month of May, the day responded like, man, Mega Man, thank you, man. You just made my fucking day. Thank you. Thank you. And, I, and there were some that's like, man, I was going through some shit, but you made my day. Of yeah, I, And there were some like, I didn't think you, you would, I follow you, but I didn't think that you would DM me and show me nothing but love. So I made a lot of people's, uh, days like that and you always got to reach out to your followers you know to your listeners because they're the ones that are going to be pushing you hey when is another episode hey when are you going to do this hey those are those are your fans and you got to be there for your fans even though if my podcast gets like a Joe Rogan have over 5 or 25 million I'm always going to show love to those people nothing but love you know I don't give a fuck about social media like I used to no more. Like people care about, oh, I have 154Ks. I have a blue check mark or this. Who gives a fuck about that? And I can care less about that. A lot of people don't know this. You know, they're doing studies. You know, Instagram wants to change something because people care about I'm better than you in this or whatever because I have more numbers. Well, I'm going to let you guys and ladies know on something. There's going to come a time where they're just not going to have numbers no more and we're all equal. So people care about numbers. I have of 2 million. You only have 6,000. Who gives a fuck about that? You're not better than me. You ain't no fucking God. We're all humans and shit, you know? That's the thing I hate. And I hope they do take off those fucking numbers and we're all equal. You think in a way you're going to say shit to me like, hey, you're better than me? Fuck you. No one's better. No one is better. We're all equal. Everyone's different. You know, and when you watch that show, Social Dilemma, I learned so much. You know, I get shadow banned so much. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I should be talking about this, but people are like, don't talk about it and stuff. I'm going to tell you this, man. Straight up, and this is no lie. pretty deep right here when that episode came out with Tony the wizard when he invited marvelous sink on you know 
when you talk bad about the government and you, you know, and all that, you know, I know what I stand. I know that I do my homework and I want to post or what's really going on in our society or what's really going on with our government or what's really going on. And, I, and I'll be honest, I can care less right now if the feds are hearing this right now. You can go fuck yourself because, you know, I'm not going to get bullied. I'm not going to get harassed. I'm going to bring the people that makes the government scared because they don't like us being having this unity. They want us to hate each other because they want to focus on us hating on each other and causing this drama. And they're telling us, look that way, Mega Man. Don't just look that way. What? And they're doing certain they're doing certain things behind our backs. I remember when I had um last year, and I remember it was November twenty-fourth or November twenty-fifth, that was on Thanksgiving of last year. I had Marvelous Sync on. Shouts to my boy Marvelous Sync. That's the homie right there. That guy keeps it 100. Highly, highly intelligent. Intelligent. That guy knows his word. Guy, he does his homework. He knows what's up. I got nothing but warnings from, from, from the feds, from social media. If you bring this person on, you've been warned. And I was like, man, fuck you. I'm still going to bring this motherfucker on. I'm still going to tag him. I'm still going to do this. I'm still going to do that. I'm going to bring him on because this guy speaks the truth. Okay, keep it up, Mega Man. Ever since I brought Marvelous Inc. on, they took down my page. They took down my Instagram. They deleted my Facebook. They deleted my uh, Twitter. Just everything. I got warnings on my email. They deleted everything. They, they shut me down. And... Um, I even had the, the <laughs> people are not going to believe this, but it's true. I don't talk about it, but I, I had people, I, I had, I had, I had some people high up come to my house. You know, I got interrogated, you know, sat me down. We know what you're doing, Steven Martinez. We know what you're doing. We see the stuff that you post. We don't like that. We're watching everything that you fucking do. Everything. And I told them, why? I'm just a small podcast. Why are you worried about me? Oh, we know who you are. We know what you do. We see. You're not the only one that we're focusing on. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of the people that you support. We're watching them as well. And I was like, then why? Why come to my house? Why, why try to make threats? Why you have people follow me to my work and this whatever or you know watching what I do in my lives and stuff like that you don't have anything because I'm not doing anything you're watching you're just waiting for me to slip up I don't have nothing to hide my reputation everyone is on the line every fucking day even my social media I get shadow banned every fucking day I even have my Instagram would just pop on and, peep, and there's like a little arrow scrolling, changing certain things around. They don't want me to post certain things that is going to take down the government. It's going to open eyes on a lot of stuff. They don't like that. They're 
watching certain Latino podcasters and watching certain influencers because they feel that we're making a movement. Why me? Oh, don't worry. We see what you do. We took down some of your friends' pages. Straight up. Whatever lives that you do with other people, we're watching them as well. And this is the thing, guys and ladies. I'm going to tell you something, a little inside. I'm going to tell you one before I say this. If I get this episode deleted, if I get my Instagram deleted or banned in this, and there was times, there was times, there was times for, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't take certain money out. And like Ranty Romo said, oh, that shit happens. Fuck with the government and they're going to fuck with you hard. Oh, yeah. I didn't believe. But now I'm a believer. But you know what? This is the thing. I'm not scared anymore. I'm going to speak my mind. And that's the thing that there's certain podcasters are scared to speak up. They hide. They're scared about their numbers. You talk all big on social media, but when the government comes after you, yeah, you hide like a motherfucker. You tuck in your fucking dick. I don't give a fuck if I get my, my page deleted. I don't give a fuck if something happens. I can care less about that shit. But you know what? At least in a way, I, I stuck up for myself and I was letting my people know about the real truth. They can harass me all they want, but what is that going to do? I'm still going to push forward. I'm not scared. You know? They know. They see the stuff that I post and they, and they automatically take that shit down. You know, even if I have people that I know, uh, acquaintance on podcasts or or followers, they fuck with them too. They'll take, they'll, they'll ban you. You know, they'll ban you. I remember when Brown was on my live, you know, and everything and they banned him. Oh yeah. That's why I always tell people, um, don't follow me. There, I'm going to be, I'm not going to mention certain podcasters or anything, but I don't want you to feel like, why did Megan Mountain follow me? I unfollowed you because I don't want your platforms getting taken down. I don't want your pages getting taken down. So I had to unfollow a lot of people. And I can't really talk to them on DMs like I used to or text and everything. I can't. Because they're, they're hearing everything that I say. Is Are you going to say, is Megan Mountain your fucking party? No, man, this is real shit, man. And I'm going to tell you something, too. We're losing our freedom of speech every fucking day. You know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. The government are working together. Pages are being taken down automatically. They're watching what we say and do. They're monitoring. They're looking. If you go against the government, you will be arrested. Laws are changing. I get emails every fucking day, guys and ladies of the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, the YouTube, the Google, their policies are changing. Their community, the community guidelines are changing every day. But we're so used to like, oh, how many p, how many, how many likes that I get? Drama, cheese man. We're look more focused on that, and they're doing stuff behind our backs that we we don't like. Oh, it's a oh, it's another policy change. Okay, whatever. You have to look at the little things that they're doing. Little by little, our freedom is getting taken away. And you guys and ladies don't even see that shit. Whatever you say, they'll deactivate you. 
stuff's coming out and they're trying to do whatever they can to not have that out of what's really going on. The gas prices are going up. You know, people are getting formula from Mexico. And this is a fucked up part. When they come back, the Border Patrol takes all of those baby formulas. What the fuck is going on? Do you see what's going on in Kansas with all these dead cows burned up or whatever? Do you ever notice that Bill Gates buying up all these farms and properties and everything? You know, social media platforms are being like a whole one world order government. A lot of stuff like of what's going on with Ukraine, Joe Biden. You think in a way Joe Biden's the cause of all this stuff? It's the people high up, you know, are really are the head motherfuckers. Not it Joe Biden's just a puppet. There's head motherfuckers are telling Joe Biden what to do. You know, all the stuff's going on with the economy and this. It's all going down the drain. You give $45 billion to Ukraine for the war, then another another $9 billion. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give you, Gavin Newsom's, I'm going to give you $400 or $600 for your gas. Hello, motherfucker. We're going to get taxed more, but that money is going to go straight to to the gas. Like, there's crazy shit going on. We don't even have the money to go to war. And I want to say this. We can give Ukraine all that fucking money to to stop Russia. Russia's going to keep on coming. Like, they're going to go to war and take every fucking NATO country out in Europe. And at the same time, we might be going to war in two fronts. With Russia helping out Ukraine and also Taiwan. Taiwan is a little country that has to be independent, but China is surrounding Taiwan with all the South China Seas, the islands. They're surrounding for an invasion, and Taiwan needs our help. And I'm going to tell you guys and ladies something. We need Taiwan because they are the only country in the world that make us certain chips that we need. And in China, is what they're doing is they're taking every resources in every country around the world. And a lot of people don't know this. Fossil fuel. A lot of people don't, in the government, they want to not buy fossil fuel and go electric. I'm going to tell you guys something. Right now, China is taking over all the countries in, in, in Africa. And right now, there it's like the resources what Africa has, China needs to still be in power. Congo is the main resource of it's pre- pretty much in a way Congo is probably has probably by far more richer than Saudi Arabia. The minerals, the resources that the whole world needs. There's certain little uh minerals or metal or certain thing devices that we need for the batteries for Tesla, they want to go electric and everything. But I'm going to tell you guys something. You know who owns Congo? China. China owns Congo. They, It's like this. If the United States is, is going to think about something, China already is like 100, 100 steps ahead. What they're doing is they're, they're have, they have so much influence in Central America, South America, Canada. 
A lot of people don't know there's military Chinese bases in Mexico. You know, they're going to say we're going to take over the whole world by 2050. A lot of people don't know this. China is surrounding everything around the United States. They want to cripple the United States and have this propaganda, all this hatred. Um, a lot of people don't know China owns 60% of the United States. They own us. We're in debt to them. And we don't even have the money. And we can't even afford to go to war. We don't have, we don't have military ships or anything for an invasion. That's what they're trying to do. They want to cripple the United States. And it's going to be like how that movie was in the 80s. Red Dawn. Oh yeah, there will never be a foreign invasion. It's going to happen. And you have to prepare yourself. All the government, they're selling this, selling that. They're selling our country. We're losing our rights. Gun arms and this. Crazy stuff's going on. And if we go to war... This is not like how it was in World War II where we went, we battled in two fronts with Germans and Japan. This is a whole new ballgame. Now we have going to war in two fronts and, and, and it's going to be for nuclear? Oh man, it's going to make it more easy? I don't know. I don't know. It just There's so much stuff going on in the United States. It's like, sometimes I don't even want to watch the news. It's It's so... It, there's things that I'm speechless and I have to be I have to really watch with my words but the things that I see on social media the things that I see in the news and all that stuff it's I just feel like right now like it's just to me it's just a matter of time that this country is going to be broken up into pieces you know everyone it's going to be divided there's people that want to see United States fall. They want to be their own country. And all this stuff, these agendas, all this crap, and people are scared. Like, well, I guess in a way, if I don't accept this certain thing, it's, yeah. The things that I see in school, the things I see on the post, this gay agenda. Oh, but we got to talk about it in this. You don't... It's just sad. It's just... It's just, it's really sad. The stuff that I see is very disgusting. And I, I'm not really going to get into it. It's just to me, it just it's really sad. and It's, it's very disturbing. And um, I'm telling you, there's... Um, there's certain... Uh, certain uh instagram uh people that i follow and they speak the truth and i it's very disgusting i just i don't even want to talk about it i don't agree with it um i was doing a, a sexual harassment um you know to get a certificate because we have to update a lot of our policies and stuff and the things i saw i just didn't agree with us like ooh this is not good and I was like I was talking to some people like you see this shit it's like yep I says I don't agree with some of that stuff but I get it they you have to you have to talk about it and you have to change it if not they're scared like oh we're gonna sue you oh we're gonna 
we're gonna silence you. It, it's, it's crazy. It's 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 fucking crazy. And um, I don't know. You just, I'll just say this. You just, just be careful out there. Things are changing. Gas prices, almost gonna be at ten, eleven dollars. Um, I see people just break it into people's houses, going to the malls and just fleeing up everything. Gascons fucking shit up. Where I live in the hood, um, I see some people taking um, people's uh, gas. They're drilling holes. You know, it's just desperate times, you know. Um, I see some markets with no food. Um, even in the ports in San Pedro, there's a lot of longshoremen people. I don't know if they're getting hours or not, but you see a lot of ships there. And uh, who owns all those ports? China. China owns everything. Everything. And uh, I don't know. It's um, everyone's... I know Flo was talking about um, the Great Reset. I got to get into more deep into that stuff. He sent me some articles, but I just want to say this. Everyone, please prepare for this. Something bad's really gonna happen in in November. All I have to say this: rack up on a lot of food, rack up on a lot of cans, rice, just everything, um, first aid kits, all that, I, and also just have just prepare yourself, protect your protect your home and everything. And also with these banks, we. You need to be very careful. You can't put a lot of your money in your banks, like what happened in the in the Great Depression. When that shit happened, the banks have a cap to cover their own fucking asses, and people couldn't take their money out because they they were taking the people's money to bail themselves out. So you gotta be careful. That's why I don't have a lot more money in my bank like I used to. I take it all out because you might need to have cash. Look what's going on with the crypto. That shit's all crashing. Thank God I did not invest any money to crypto. That shit's fucking up. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of crazy things going on. So we're living in the last days. I'll just tell you that. And um, just be careful. And that's what I do. I'm going to inform and let you guys know. You know, if I can save, like I said, if I can save a lot of people and let them know ahead of time so they can prepare themselves, so be it. Um, I know a lot of people are moving out of California. They're pushing the the middle class and the lower class out. It's it's way more expensive, and I get it. And um, I don't know. I think about that every day. You know, I'm like now I'm barely making it. Now I used to make a lot of hours. It's like no one's not even shopping no more. It's like because people don't even have the money. Well, gee, I get paid. What do I need it for? Do I need gas for my car? Do I need food? Do I need to pay for this? I mean, I just spent close to $123 on a full tank of gas on a four-cylinder Kia car. That to me is like, well, fuck. And I know people that are already calling out because, man, I can't go to work. I need to save my gas. If I If they have a lot of a sick time, vacation, paid time off, they're going to take it. You know, and, and this is really this is this to me shocked me. There's certain people are saying, fuck, I hope I get COVID. Hope I get COVID. Why? Because I have 80 hours. If I get COVID, I could stay home for two weeks and save my gas. 
Whoa. People are praying to get COVID to save money. That's how right now we're, man, a lot of people are desperate right now. And all those people who don't want to work are now like, fuck, man, now I have to work or now I have to go commit a, a crime or robbery to make it, you know, steal someone's car, take their money just to make it. Fentanyl's an all-time high. I mean, this crazy shit. It's just fucking crazy shit. And that's what I was like, man. I spent 120, 100, I'll give you an example. When I spend $123 on a gas, I thought to myself, okay, okay, I got a full tank of gas, cool. I paid a little bit of bills, cool. Okay, I'll call uh, my car who I got the Kia with, hey, I'll give you $300. Can I pay the rest next week? Here, whatever. I hate to do that, but, and you got to make your money last. And now to the point when you have to be on a super tight budget, that's when the con- the economy is going to fail because no one's going out no more. Everyone's staying home. And I'm going to tell you this. When people, where I'm at in the hood in Long Beach and everything, and maybe any other city, People, when they're not working, they're staying home. When people stay home, I can't find no fucking parking. And you know what the sucky thing about it is? If I can't find no parking and you park on the red, the parking meters, they'll give you a ticket straight up. Because they come at 3.30, 4 o'clock a.m. And the tickets, it used to be like 49 Now they change it to 69 almost $70 for a ticket. And I remember one time I got a back-to-back-to-back. I got three tickets. I was like, well, fuck, I can't find no parking. I got to park in the red. And I got three tickets. And that's 70 bucks. That's $210. And I had to pay that. If not, I'm going to get... They're going to tow my car. Or they're going to give me one of those boots. I had to pay it. I had to use my credit card. And it, it. I'm telling you, you're getting fucked either way. You know? And... They, I mean, the, I mean, the senators, the politicians, the government—they're getting paid. They're always going to get paid. I mean, the gas companies like Chevron, Shells, or Texaco—they're—they're going to get their fucking money. Seventy-six—they're going to get their fucking money. I mean, fuck. It just—it. What's really more important? Gas for your car, pay your, you know, pay your bills, food. You could feel it. I remember back in the day, it used to be like a dollar twenty. I remember for a full tank, for a full tank, cost about like twenty eight bucks. Fuck, for a full tank. When I was living in Modesto, when I had a Hyundai, a little hatchback car, for a full tank, for a four cylinder, for a full tank, cost me about twenty nine dollars, almost thirty bucks. I was like, that's cool. For a hundred and twenty dollars, imagine that. If right, looking back, if I was like, fuck, 30, if I full tank for 30 bucks for a full tank of gas, I'm saving like $90. I'm going to use that $90 maybe to pay a utility bill, buy a little bit of groceries, little here, little there. Maybe buy some pizza for the for the kids for a little Friday night, watch a movie. Those, t- those times are done. Everything's going to go skyrocket. Everything's going higher, you know? They can print out money, but that money is all that money is going to China. We're in debt to them. They, they, and if you guys and ladies, if you're feeling that pinch, oh yeah, 
you're going to get pinched harder in November. So, um, again, just be careful. Um, you know, I used to be a people pleaser, you know, showing love and everything. But now I got to think about myself. I got to think about my family. You know, I can't care for everyone else. I got to care. I have to look out for me and my family and my kids. And um, just you just got to save yourself. You know, I don't know how things are going to be. I just take it one day at a time. Um, every week, every month, every year. I don't know. I, I, I just really don't know. There are just, there's so many um, budget cuts. There's a lot of things. And um, we just want change. Um, we'll just see what happens in November. Um, I don't want to get all negative and all that stuff, but... Um, I really want to talk about mental awareness. Um, I know a lot of you guys and ladies are probably dealing with some hardships right now. Um, anxiety, depression. You're, you're probably having suicidal thoughts or griefs or anything. Just hang in there, guys and ladies. Just hang in there. You know, I always say this. If, you, if, if you're going through some stuff, just DM me. You know, um, I, I'll post it up. Uh, you go on my page. Uh, there's a hotline that has all the list of everything. If you're going through anxiety, depression, grief, suicide, all the lists. There's like, and shouts to Rizzo because I saw him post that. I was like, fucking thank God. So I'm going to keep on posting that. Um, you never know who's going to need it. You know, we got to be there and show love and people need it. There's even people that I know that are alone and... We don't even know what their intentions are. If they're alone, they might be doing drugs. They might be drinking. They might be anything to the point. They might even have suicidal thoughts. You know, you just... You just got to be careful what you say to people these days. And also, please be careful what you post. You know, because I see... I'm not, I won't mention, but I see there's some... There's a lot of people when they post stuff. It's like a mob mentality. You're killing people's reputations or anything and and ruin their livelihoods or businesses or all that stuff and you just crucify them on social media then you and you just move on but what you do you scar those people you you really put them down and everything you you really crushed their reputation and and you put them in, in in a depressive mode to the point he or she they might commit suicide. And and I know when people say, "Hey, Mega Man, post this up for me. Mega Man, do this, do that." I don't want to be a follower. I don't want to be a leader because I don't want I don't want to have that guilt of posting it. And I was the perpetrator. Like, well, he was involved too. He posts that shit. I don't want to ruin a person's reputation like that. And that person commits suicide, then I'm gonna be like that. No, I I see. I see a lot of stuff. I'll post certain things. And there's other things that I will not post. Because. You know. Luckily I, I won't mention. But there was a person a couple years ago. Um, he was pushing me like. Hey man you gotta push this narrative. And stuff. Let's get after this person. Let's cancel him. Let's, let's, let's silence him in this. Let's ruin his reputation and all. I said no I'm not doing that. Oh fuck you, Mega Man! I thought you were the I thought I thought you were the cool ones and shit like that. Well, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm not gonna post that. That's if you. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a follower. I'm not. I don't want to be a leader. 
but I'm not going to post that stuff because everyone's doing it because it's all trending. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to mention who was a well-known person. Some of the people that I know, but I don't follow, I don't follow them nowhere. I don't fuck with them. I don't support them. It was a mob mentality and they ruined this person. He or she is reputation and their business and all that stuff. That person went through a dark time because of all that. And it ruined that person's reputation, the business. I mean, his confidence, he or she. And that person committed suicide because of that. All those people in that social media that went after that person. You know who you guys and ladies are that was really fucked up? Why do that for? Did you apologize to that person's family that committed suicide? Because you did a little um, mob mentality and pretty much ruined that person's reputation? It's, uh, I can't, man. I can't. Like, like I said, I'll I'll post certain things, but um, I just don't want to be. I don't want to be. I don't want to just follow a trend because everyone's all doing it, and you never know what that person's going through. And I've been there, man. I've been there last year when um when I had to part ways from the craft beer community because I didn't like what was going on, and I already knew I was gonna get a lot of shit for it. And um, they killed my podcast. They canceled me. They tried to silence me. Um, they ruined my relationship with my with my son's mother and all because of what they did and made threats and uh, said some uh, messed up statements, you know, talking about my daughter because she's a cancer survivor and all that. Do I get apologies for all those people that did me wrong? No. They move on to the next victim. But I don't forget those people. Because that's that's not cool. You know, let's let's get after Mega Man because he doesn't support the craft beer community. I'm gonna tell you something, man. I see still a lot of you guys and ladies that bash on each other and still talk shit. And for you to make an example out of me just to get me out, because I know so much what was going on with some of you guys, and I'm gonna say something. Yeah. You guys and ladies in that crappier community, you ain't fucking perfect. You have a lot of skeletons. But you know what? I already know I had to walk through the fire because I already knew what I stand. I had to de defend myself. I wasn't going to be silenced. I wasn't going to be canceled. But I stuck up for myself and they moved on. Because I was speaking the truth and I knew so much. But hey, you know what? It is what it is. It's not the same no more. And I know a lot of those people last year who was talking shit and post all this stupid crap about me in the crapper community. I get a lot of you DMs and you say, hey, Mega Man, I just want to let you know I apologize. You know, I'm sorry for what I did and all that. I'll accept your apology, but I'm not going to forget. I don't forget people like that. And, and you know who you guys and ladies are. You said some very messed up stuff about my daughter. Luna, that was really uncalled for. And you know what? It showed me your true colors for who you really are. It's really messed up. You 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 crossed the line. And I'll never forget that. But you know what? It's a lesson learned. 
And that's why I really keep my circle super small. When people say, hey, I want to get to know you. I want to be your friend. I'm good with that, man. I'm good. Because of that, I'm very... You just have to be really sharp of... I have to be really sharp in my mind of who's real and who's not. And it took a lot of time, but I... I can just read I can just read that person straight out. I'll know if that person's real like real or not real or not. And I know. And that's why it's like I'm good with that, man. I'm good. So it is what it is with all that stuff. I just do my own thing now. I still get a lot of love from the crapper community, but um I just be very careful of who I talk to because I don't even know what their true like their true intentions are, and um, I know people that respond and DM like I just kind of ghost them. I was like, I, I already know what this is all about, you know. They just want to look at my stories, want to see what I'm up to, talk shit or this whatever. But I'll I'll say this, I don't really give a fuck about that because I'm not worried about them. They're worried about me. Where am I and where are you? That means in a way I'm on their mind 24 fucking 7. And I'm over here sleeping like a baby. And they're still, you know, looking at my stuff to see what I'm up to. But that's how it is. That's in a way when you have people hating on me. Or when you have people looking at my social media and stuff like that. Or whatever the case. They know what's up. They know. They're always watching what I do. And that's the thing for us podcasters. Um, when you're in the public eye, you need to be ready for any any challenges that, that's going to come your way. You're going to get a lot of love. You're going to get a lot of hate. But be ready. All eyes are watching. And because of my podcast was ranked number two best podcast, I have a target on my back. You know, everyone's gunning for me. Like, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm better. I bring more numbers and this, whatever. I can care less about that stuff. But the thing is, you can say all this shit that you're better than me and all that stuff. But the thing I noticed that some of you Latino podcasters, you know who you guys and ladies are? Some of you guys and ladies are already already mentally broken. You know why? Because you guys and ladies are fucking complaining about your numbers. And I'm going to take a long ass break. I have one finale. I don't want to do the podcast no more. Because you know why? Because it's the grind. And you're and now it's like, what am I going to talk about? Who am I going to bring on? My numbers are low and this. It's the grind. So you guys and ladies, you can be cocky talking shit. Talk to me when you're at a thousand episodes because I'm almost at 989 episodes altogether. Guest appearances, Mega Man podcast and all that. And some of you are at 30 or 40 episodes being cocky or numbers and all that. Again, talk to me when you're at almost a thousand episodes. Keep up with me. But it's the when you have that mental game like how I do, you keep on you, you push yourself. And this is a the thing. There's time, guys and ladies, I don't want to do podcasts, but I dig deep. I keep on grinding. I keep on bettering myself, bettering the podcast and everything. Even though I do guest appearances on YouTube and all that. I'm not going to just rush everything to have it. No. it's I'm taking baby steps to do it the right way. I don't have a team. It's a one-man army. 
So if you want to if you want to go toe to toe with Mega Man, I don't think that's a good idea because if you're gonna say, "Oh, I I got numbers," okay, cool. You put an episode out too. That's cool. You put it at two episodes or three episodes in one week. Let's see if we can. Well, if you say three episodes, I mean, I hate talking like this because I don't. I you know I hate it. Three episodes a week times that by four is twelve. Talk to me when you put out forty episodes in a month. So if you want to go that route, I don't know four hundred episodes. I don't know five hundred episodes in a year. I mean, who's keeping count? I keep count. People are like, well, I don't see the numbers. I don't see this. Well, there's things. There's things that. I don't tell you because you're looking for numbers. Well, I want to see this on your thing or this. I have a paper. And this is what I do. I have a big ass list on my binder that I all the podcasts that I did, all the IGs that turned into podcasts, radios that turned into podcast episodes, guest appearances and all that. Every month I have a list and I go backtrack and see how many listens or how many views. And if it changed, I cross it out and put the new list of numbers and I add that all together and all. I'm pretty much over close to 2.6, 2.7 million. But to me, I don't give a fuck about that shit. You guys do. All the newbies you guys do. But the thing is, it's like when you talk shit about me, like... Oh man, I'm better than you. Like 26 episodes, you got all these. Who gives a fuck about that? I can care less about that. It's the grind that you're going to see if you're in it or not. You know, and that's what I do. I just, I keep my pace. I look at the numbers. Okay, cool, whatever. Be like, oh, Mega Mega Man, you didn't reach the numbers. Hey, this episode in one week alone got a hundred, uh, a thousand okay listens but this person got three thousand or four thousand who gives a fuck about that you're looking at the short thing i'm looking at the long i'm looking at the long haul i'm always gonna promote 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 for the whole year and people are like why is Mega Man doing all this i i just know how to promote i'll get those numbers organically i know podcasters i know people that pay to get numbers just to build them up or anything and stuff. I even know all that shit. I'm doing it the organic way. So if you want to go compare by numbers, that's cool and all and everything. But to me, it's the grind of you staying consistent, putting out content every week. You know, not making excuses. Oh, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna take a vacation and this. Or you put an episode out once every three months. See, you can't stay consistent. Because it's the mental grind. It's the mental game that you don't, you guys, some of you guys don't even fucking have. So I'm on a different level. And I'm just, I'm sorry to be like this, but I'm just keeping it real. I'm just keeping it 100. You know, there's a lot of podcasters who want advice I give them. And sometimes it's like, man, it's just too much for me. It's too, it's too much for me, Mega Man. I just can't do it. You gotta have that mental game. When I was living on the streets, when I had no family to turn to, when I was depressed and, and had anxieties, I, had, I was having suicidal thoughts, I had to dig through. That's why I'm different from everyone else because I know how it is. I'm just, I dig deep. I dig deep. I grind and grind and grind. I, I don't give up. 
I'd rather be doing podcasts than being out there getting to fucking mischief. Getting to fucking trouble. You guys can talk shit and drink and post all the stupid stories and I don't give a fuck about that. I'd rather stay home and be like, you know what? I'm going to do two podcast episodes. I'll do this. I'll do that. Hey, do you want me to be a guest on your show? Do you need a guest? I'm out there grinding. I'm getting out there. And I've been doing podcasts for five years. And it's the it's the grind that I have that, hey, I'm getting out there. You guys can talk shit about Mega Man and this, whatever. I don't give a fuck about that. But I'm on another level. You know? I'm just out there trying to do podcasts internationally here, whatever. I'm telling you. I'm grinding. I'm trying to get out there so I can be recognized in magazines, on other social media platforms, and other major podcasts. Like, hey, I want. I like this guy. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna invite him on. I'm just building my brand, building my episodes, building who I am organically. I might have a lot of numbers on an episode, and I might have maybe three or four hundred listens. It just. But you know what? I don't give like. Oh man, my numbers are low. Hey. Keep on fucking pushing. Grind, push, grind, push, grind, push. Fuck what people say. Grind, push, grind, push. That's what I do. That's what I do. And that's why I was nominated. To me, being nominated, it's a stepping stone. But you know what? There's other there's other podcast magazines or like I was a little pissed off. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, there's politics involved. I'll say that with Long Beach Post. Oh yeah, the best influencer in Long Beach, the best podcaster in Long Beach. Some of those podcasters like, them? Them? You nominated them? What about me? What about Mega Man's podcast? What about West Coast Graffiti? To us, we're the, I'm sorry to say, we are the best, two best podcasters of all of Long Beach. Because we're out there. Like, West Coast is out there getting it. I do my own thing different. But we're out there. You know, West Coast does his thing different. I do my thing different. He's more YouTuber. I'm more audio. But we're getting out there in the public eye. And the, we're, we're seeing what's going on in the community. We're seeing a lot of stuff. But you know what now? I'm going to reach out to Long Beach Post. And I hope they fucking hear this shit. But I'm going to start bringing a lot of Long Beach people. And I already I know a lot of people that they're going to come on. And it's gonna I'm going to cause a big fucking habit next year for 2023. Because it's going to be my fucking time for 2023. And be a representative to the community of fucking Long Beach. And my name will be out there. Oh yeah, it will. But also, I have my eyes set for the Harbor area. Oh boy, I'm telling you, the people that I'm bringing on the podcast and I'm going to do a lot of solo episodes and everything and I'm informed of what's really going on in the community and all that, be ready because um, it's, it's on. It's, 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 uh, it's really on and um, just be on the lookout. Everything's going to be updated. I got a lot of good people coming on. I'm going to do a lot of solo ones, solo episodes. I'm looking forward for that. But again, you know, just support and follow West Coast Graffiti, Raza Stand Podcast, Brown, King Mexico, Movies on Weed Podcast, 
uh, Tony A, Barrick and Cholo, Incredible Javier. Uh, let me see what's up. Um, let me give a shout out to Official Ready Made. Uh, played a played a 3D, and uh, uh, you know, check out the episode with Alberto said, Yeah, CCC, you know, uh, predict. Shouts to the Husano, Rizzo. Shouts to Fish from Stay Anchor. Um, Long Beach Food Coma, my homie James. Gabby and Alfredo from Sangle da Digle Minchalada. And uh, let me see. I don't give a fuck, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give out some uh, some shout out love and everything. Slick Vic, Influence Error, you know. Um, uh, Chubby underscore Monster, Little Faded, Little Weary Fifty Two. Art Dominguez, uh, Lord Nemesis, uh, pretty much uh, uh, Norbit, you know, uh, B. Scalis. Um, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to keep on listing. Uh, Broken underscore MJ. Where's the food at? Um, we got Mary Rosa's. Um, we got Marisco's El Garage. Juana. You know, Juan619 from San Diego. I, he's coming on the podcast. Uh, Rebecca Kennedy, Divine Hustles in the house. Sancho's Garage, Kiki Smooth. I mean, I, I got to get everyone. People are like, what about me, Vegan Man? What about me? What about me? It's like, okay, hold up. It's all coming. It's all coming. Um, Nancy underscore Jake. Uh, Doom's Generations podcast, 80 miles per hour's podcast, Lullaby the Fear podcast, Big Brother Jake, my government name, podcast, Aaron Bender, my inspiration, po- you know, shouts to him, Lady J5569, shout outs to you, Hauser, shout outs to you, American Cholo, shout outs to you, Something Thing podcast, shout outs to you, T- uh, Tommy. Gee 805 shout outs to you. Right Shoes Podcast, shout outs to you. Um, again, West Coast Graffiti, Gutter Gone. Um, the underscore Gutter underscore Brothers. Um, Little Faded. Estevato, shout outs to him. Uh, who else, who else? Man, I got some people on here right now. Um, I don't know. I mean... I mean, the uh, pretty much in a way, Nobles uh, Brewery, the whole crew, shout-outs to you guys. Um, uh, John Jacob, TikToker, shout-outs to you. Uh, shot dot by shot Cortez, <laughs> shout-outs to you. Uh, just everyone. Uh, oh, my homie, uh, Justin. Oh, man. Justin Lipford. Oh my God! Shout, that's my homie right there from San Diego. Shouts to him. Uh, pretty much in a way. Uh, Jr. and the crew. Shouts to you. I'm gonna get him on the podcast. Official Poet King underscore photography. Shoutouts to you. Um, uh, Long Beach Carlos. Shoutouts to you. Street Post Podcast. Shoutouts to you. Um, man, dude. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to forget anyone, man. Um, I'll just say, you know, just everyone, everyone that listens to the Mega Mass podcast. Thank you so much. Um, 
to my kids, Gavin, Alex, Emiliano, Daddy loves you. Mom, I love you. I always love you. My sisters, uh, Ashley and Vanessa. Um, to my dad, even though I fucking hate you. I fucking, I love you. You've been an asshole, but I still love you anyway. My sisters, I don't even talk to you no more. Uh, love you. Uh, whatever you're doing and stuff. Um, just shout out to everyone around the world who listens to the Mega Man's podcast. Um, Gavin, Alex, Emiliano, uh, Luna, Daddy misses you. I love you. And everyone listening around the world, I love you guys. Um, I hope this episode makes sense. You understand. Um, show the love. Spread it out. And, uh, you know, if you like this episode, cool. If you're not, hey, man, it's all good. Um, if you have time after this episode... Go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review, uh, leave some stars, leave a comment. Um, also on Spotify, leave me some uh, stars as well and everything. And uh, I'll do my best to bring the the best people Mega Man has to offer. And um, I'll do my best to get out there. And uh, the grind still continues until I be a guest one day on the Joe Rogan's podcast. Until then, the saga continues. All right. I love you guys. Happy Father's Day. Much love. Mega Man's out. Peace. Oh, hold up. Let me check my beer. That was good. All right. Love you guys. I'm out.